That's Rich. That's Rich. Oh, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm here with my main man, Colin. Colin, what up, Doc? I got the Getty Goods. No, we don't have the Getty Goods. The Getty Goods is gone, and, and we, I, I don't even know why I said that. No more Getty Goods. Yeah. We got the, the Dayball Balls. We got the Day Balls. No. Um, the Day Balls. Yeah. Dayball Balls. Yeah. Um, the Brass Day Balls. Yes, it is weeks. <laughs> Welcome to week 17 of the regular season. Is that correct? According to my fantasy football app, it's week 17. Um, this is the Big Blue United podcast. Follow us at Big Blue United or Big Blue or BBU Pod Boys at Twitter. Um, Pod is brought to you by DraftKings as always. Use promo code TPPN to get uh, a significant uh, discount or, or sweetener to joining DraftKings. And if you're going to drink beer in Brooklyn, go to Beer and Provisions. Um, yes, week 17, we just uh, barely lost to the Vikings. I think many of us would consider it one of the best games the Giants have played this season, uh, especially with this roster. Uh, perhaps the best game of Daniel Jones' career, at least back to like the first three games he played in 2019, 2018, um, 2018. And uh, I don't know, a lot to talk about there, uh, a lot to talk about moving forward through the week, but I think we should probably start with – Essentially, what this pod has become is the Daniel Jones podcast. Um, Daniel Jones, some of your boys, not necessarily my boy, had a really good performance 30 for 42, 334 yards, one touchdown, one interception, um, and, and and stepped it up in many ways. Did a lot of things that we were hoping he would be doing at this stage of his career, like stepping up in the pocket, creating space, creating time, and, and, and hitting open uh, receivers. Um, so, uh, I think Colin had a, a bit of an epiphany or, or a realization or drew a conclusion, uh, in the wake of this game, Colin, where, where are you standing right now on Daniel Jones? Well, well, I mean, I, I think I may have said it a couple of weeks ago, but I feel like this was the game that absolutely solidified it. And what I mean by this is it's not necessarily what any of us wants, it just strikes me in the heart, no pun intended, uh, or pun intended, whichever way, uh, that it's going to go this way. Just given, regardless that we have a new uh, regime in terms of the GM and, and the coaching staff and all that kind of stuff, there's still a lot of Giants um, magic from the Maras and the Tishes floating through the, the building forever. And it's always going to be there. And given the play as of recent uh, by Daniel Jones, I I just really think he locked in a franchise tag. Um, And the reason that I think it's a franchise tag and not an outright re-signing is because of the influence of uh, Joe Shane. Uh, I think it's fair. I think it's very fair to uh, give him the tag, given how he's playing, because he's doing what he's asked we're not excited about him normally and consistently, but I feel like he's earned that uh, much. And the reason I say that is because continuity is king in the NFL always has been. Uh, you're better off if you have a decent product on the field uh, to keep going with it until it doesn't work any longer. Uh, that means a lot of, 
things to a lot of people, uh, depending on who you ask, but coaching staffs, especially one uh, that wants to keep a system going and not only keep it going, but to uh, infuse it with more uh, wrinkles as the seasons go on, because you'll be able to filter in uh, more talent and get rid of bad talent or, or mismatched or, or ill-fitting talent or lack thereof. And what better place to keep a little bit of continuity with holding on to a quarterback who's young, who's seemingly playing better than he has. Uh, I don't know. It's so damn difficult, but it's like, it just screams a giant's move to at least give this guy another season. How that happens, uh, it seems that a, a tag would would make the most sense financially anyway, because uh, remind me, how does that exactly work with the franchise tag itself? Uh, is the money different on the contract or on the salary payroll when it's a franchise situation as opposed to signing someone outright? Um, I'm not too sure. I know you can only give like one franchise tag per year um, yeah. or maybe that's per side of the ball. Like, but yeah, it's limited to, to one or two per year. I, I really should know. I don't. Um, and it's like an, what is it, an average of the top five uh, like salaries at that position is like the, 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 the new salary for a franchise tag for the following year or something like yeah. that. Yes. Um, Which, what does that end up coming out to? It's something like uh, I think what I saw like thirty, roughly. Yeah, close to Which, thirty. Yeah, I no, mean it. It's not thirty thousand. No, of course no. not. But doesn't that make does that make sense to you uh, in terms of what's realistic and realistic to how this team is run and. Uh, I mean, we also have no idea what this uh, staff thinks of the QB class for next year, too. So Yeah, yeah, it, I, I think that's I, – I mean, I'm with you to a degree, right? Like, I think there's a lot of stuff that's unknowable right now. Um, and, like, the staff's read on Daniel Jones is sort of unknowable. And there, I think there's a lot of factors to play. Like, by all accounts, everything we've heard about who he is as a person, his work ethic – um, his dedication is like, you couldn't ask for anything better, right? He's just totally dedicated about his business, about his work, about getting better. Um, his play on the field has been, to me, like, solid at best. It's never really, like, exemplary or extra or special in, in any way. Um, you know, the game this week against the Vikings was was better than it has been, and I, I would – so it's an above average performance. Mm -hmm. um, I would like him to do that more than once against, you know, just at least more than once. <laughs> um, but ideally another time against uh, a defense that's a little bit better. And, and I know like we don't have any offensive weapons and that stuff goes into it, which again contributes to like inability to identify like what exactly you have in Daniel Jones. Um, but as far as like what they're going to do this year, I, I like, the franchise tag, I think, is, is definitely um, a possibility. Um, a lot of the reason is because we don't know where they stand on the draft. The, the, the players available, like the top two uh, quarterbacks and C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, are 
very different from each other. Um, Bryce Young is like barely six feet tall and 170 pounds. Um, and CJ Stroud is, is more prototypical, but doesn't um, do anything particularly great. Um, and he comes from the Ohio State system, which really allows quarterbacks to excel um, and has the four best wide receivers in college football. So again, it's like, is he good or is he a product of a, a great system? Um, and they're going to have to trade the, the house to get one of those quarterbacks because, yeah. you know, we're going to have a, a, dra- a pick probably um, in the early 20s somewhere. Um, and you don't know where they land on sort of the project quarterbacks like Anthony Richardson, right? No, Richardson. Yeah. That's a last name, right? From Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who is being constantly compared to Josh Allen as far, as far as like raw ability mm-hmm. um, and size and speed and strength. But um, just everything is so raw about it. And like you think Joe Shane and Dable will be like, you know, this could be sweet. We could, we could probably get him um, at our pick. And then, you know, but do you franchise Daniel Jones and take a project guy like that? Or do you sit tight until the following year and the following draft, you know, keep Daniel Jones on as a franchise player and, you know, deal with it on a year by year basis. Uh, you can keep tagging him or, or not. Um, I don't think – I think he will certainly get signed if, if they don't franchise tag him. The amount, I don't know. I don't think it would exceed $30 million a year. Um, I don't think people view him as, like, the future of any franchise. But there are a lot of quarterback-hungry teams. If you look at San Francisco, what they're doing with Brock Purdy, um, certain coaches can really – get everything possible out of their quarterbacks. I think Dable's one of them. So, you know, when you see what Shannon what does with Purdy, is, is Dable doing that with Daniel Jones to a certain extent? There's a lot of things that, like, are very interesting about the circumstance and analogous across across the league. You know, ultimately, I don't think we have any idea. Like, I have a gut instinct that he's not, you know, no matter how, you know, gritty he is and how hard he works. Like, I, I don't think he's the guy that's going to, like, lead us to sustained success in the future but he might be the best option we have in the current state of affairs, especially with what's going on. It's just, you know, our, that's a $30 million is a lot of money for a guy that, you know, if you're just going to franchise him and then let him go the following year, I guess you can do that. Well, yeah. And I, th- I think that's the idea. I think um, given the fact that they're supposedly changing out the turf of the field in MetLife Stadium, and they're probably going to continue on with their, you know, analysis of, of injury situations, all that kind of stuff, and just get some more luck on our side. We're going to keep some players on the field, hopefully a little bit more than we have in the last 15 years, since, as we all know, for the longest time, we are the most injured. Can we get some grass? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not, I don't think it's going to be straight grass, but if it's better than the garbage <laughs> that they, uh, that they cheaped out to put into this stadium, um, then the I think we're aim, yeah, <laughs> aiming in the, in the right direction. But <laughs> I, I think, I think what you said about it being the best option for right now, I started thinking about, uh, the idea of keeping some people healthy, signing who has proven themselves to, uh, be a core option going forward, you know, besides the obvious ones, but you see someone like Hodgins, like he could, if he keeps playing well, like he is, he can be a three or, or if he plays above his means, a two, uh, depending on who we bring in. Um, 
not to mention with Wandell coming back and hopefully being healthy too. It'll be interesting to see what kind of wide receiver uh, core can be thrown out there. And then just, I mean, with all the picks that we have, like nine of them, we've got bound to get some good linemen, offensive linemen uh, coming in and just like, just getting some more talent in that room. And I think a year more of uh, Jones in this system could only benefit him. I mean, how old is he now? 25, 20, yeah, 25. Ah, I, um, it, that sounds it right. Just, I can double check. Yeah, something like that. And it, it just, I don't even think he's 25. It he might, might not even oh, be that much. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So, and then the other question is, is like, okay, well, if you franchise him, what do you do with Saquon? Like, what is the realistic thing that happens? And not so much about what we want. And obviously, that's letting him walk ultimately. But is it, it, it doesn't scream to me that that's what they're going to do. There, there is nothing to indicate other than, you know, everyone thinks Mara wouldn't let them let Saquon go that they should be, you know, putting a lot of money towards Saquon. Um, the systems that the offensive minds come from don't value running back that way, um, whether that's KC or or Buffalo. Um, yeah. Saquon, again, is a, is, a, is a good running back, but it, it's all, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like, you know, um, I, I'm trying to give an example of a court, of a running back that like it's a real game changer and, it, it, and it's it's hard to think of it like like who like uh, Henry in, in Tennessee that that doesn't really work um, Christian yeah. McCaffrey but that that system is works with any running back really he's just like icing on the cake um, it's, what do you what do you think about someone like uh, like his former um, Penn State compatriot and uh, same number sharer of Miles Sanders. That's kind of a, a little more of a similar situation. I mean, he's he's leaned upon pretty heavily there. But um, yeah, but he's not like what Miles Sanders isn't going to get paid. Yeah, like they're just gonna. No one's gonna like, you know, put a ton of money into a running back. It doesn't make sense. Like especially for a team that needs a lot of things, like namely like a starting caliber wide receiver. Um, I don't know. There's just, there's just so many holes. Like they're definitely, if, if they have one franchise tag to give, they should give it to Daniel Jones. Yeah. And I, I guess, unless they have a plan at, at, at picking up a, another veteran quarterback out there, because I don't think they're going to get a, a starting caliber guy. Um, to put on a playoff team, essentially, which we'll talk about later. Like, like, it's not like our team doesn't plan to compete next year and they can rebuild. Um, we're way beyond that at this point. So like, they, they want to have competent quarterback play, so they can't just – they need to have a plan. And they know they get at least competent player from Daniel Jones. If you go test the free agency market, I don't even know who, who's going to be available. But um, I, I just uh, – yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's I mean, people. This is who, all. This is all. Maybe we should get away from talking about this. Like, I, I, we we don't know anything. I know. And and the Saquon Daniel Jones thing, I think, is pretty obvious where we both stand. Um, I think the team recognizes like where the needs are. Uh, yeah. Defensively, we need to fill a lot of holes. Offensive line, interior needs to be to be 
replenish and wide receivers need an absolute overhaul. Um, you said Hodgins could be a two. I think he could be like a four. Um, it's just totally depleted. And I don't think Wando Robinson is, is a, you know, three down player. Um, no, he's like gadgety, um, which is yeah. fine. I, I'd say screw it and just put him as being like the, uh, the quasi new Dave Meggett role, you know, like have him, return punts have them return kicks and then throw them in there for those like running back wide receiver type plays and then you know limit his uh snaps to the point where uh you can surprise the defense but uh also utilize his talents yeah I, i'm not for any starting caliber player to return punts and kicks i feel like the return uh, like for no pun intended like i feel like the value you get out of having a return is, is usually never worth it. Um, well, well, what I mean, they might well, break one is I don't think the variance is, is like makes that a worthwhile thing. Like just putting rookies or young guys or guys that no, and I, I understand that, but starting roster to return. But if and, if if he's the type of player that's going to have a hard time staying on the field, well, then you treat him differently. I mean, that might not be good for him, and he might want to leave. But like, you know, I. I wouldn't depend on him as being a, a starting wide receiver. It would be a gadget guy, some guy that you would throw yeah. a wrinkle in I mean, the he's offense. Five foot eight, 175 pounds. Like, yeah, he get real. Um, anyway, what, what about what else about this game besides Daniel Jones uh, having an excellent game? Uh, anything else stand out to you worthwhile mentioning, offensively, defensively, anywhere you want to you want to highlight? Well, I, I mean, I, I'd, speaking of wide receivers, I think the wide receiver play was was a bit uh, better than it has been a, as of recent. Um, I mean, you, we laugh about Richie James, but, like, he keeps kind of being there and doing what he's asked, which is kind of cool mm-hmm. to see. And I'm not talking, like, you know, that's the future, but for right now to win some games and, and you know, we didn't win this last one, but it was pretty damn yeah. close uh, in heartbreaking yeah. fashion to lose like that, especially yeah. that I see it was a record kick in that building for them. Yeah. That's always yeah, fun. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they I mean, they all played pretty damn well. Um, yeah. Got more targets. You know, we haven't thrown that. We've thrown the ball 42 times. That I don't feel like that has happened in a long time. And again, the, the offense was clearly attacking one of the worst secondary, you know, pass covering units in the NFL. Um, but it was good that, you know, both Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins um, held up their end of the bargain. Both had eight receptions on 11 and 12 targets. Um, Darius Slayton had, had four receptions, but some long ones. Um, yeah. What so, he had 79 yards. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Daniel Bellinger has, Ball issues. Apparently, he's he's holding the ball at practice this week all day. All I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I, um, that he had the one the one fumble, and it was an egregious fumble too. So yeah. I get that, but like I, I'm not yeah. too worried about him figuring that out. I mean, he's still no, running no. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I mean, I think you got as much as you could want out of the wide receivers. I don't think they're they like Daniel Jones. To his credit, was spitting those passes in tight windows. Mm-hmm. Like every time I feel like Richie James caught the ball, it was like hunched into his gut and the guy was like yeah. tackling him that same moment. Um, yeah. You know, these guys can't get separation. They're not going to, they're not going to juke anyone or, 
or anything. Slayton, Slayton had a couple of nice moves. I think we, we highlighted one of those in, in some one of the threads. Um, and then I just, just didn't see him wide open. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have same-game parlays, easy and fast payouts, player prop options, all that kind of stuff. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, points totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost. The bigger your shots win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Again, we're making the most out of what we got offensively. Uh, defensively, I think they continue to gel and, and get better to a certain degree, at least the, the, the front, the defensive front there. Another game with Kayvon and Aziz, and um, this time, you know, both Leonard Williams and uh, Dexter Lawrence. Um, yeah, so everyone was there, everyone was in the mix. Uh, could be a really cool, formidable down four moving yeah. forward. Um, something you're really excited about. The you know, makeshift secondary did a pretty, pretty decent job. You know, he can, you know, what are you gonna do with, with Justin Jefferson? Um, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's gonna toast anybody. Um, Held him to 133 yards and one touchdown. I mean, I guess that's okay. Uh, continue to be classic Giants and, and give tight ends uh, the games of their careers with TJ Hawkinson with 100 yards and hey, touchdowns. I, and I, I had no idea like, have how. I, so what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't even, I haven't really been paying attention to the Vikings. How the hell did Hawkinson make the Pro Bowl? I heard that and I was like, wait a second. He hasn't even been on this team long enough. And I he was kind of hurt with the Lions yeah. earlier this season. So that's kind of wild. Yeah, well, he's having it outside of Travis Kelsey, maybe George Kill. Like, what What other, like, pass-catching tight end is having a season as good as his at this point? I guess um, you're right, yeah. He's had some, some like, boom boom games. I think his play has, like, stepped up since joining Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, sort of, like, classic Giants just not being able to – or bothering to cover <laughs> tight end. Um, I don't know what – how you can be I so guess- – Snake bitten with that sort of thing. Yeah, they made a deal with the devil when they, you know, they granted them Mark Bavaro and uh, Jeremy Shockey, and we're, we'll take them for the inability to cover anyone else in the future. Um, yeah. Or just hitting, the, hitting, just just turning like Kevin Boss and, and and Ballard into like legitimate tight ends for one season, just miracle seasons for them. Love um, that. I don't know. I don't know if there's much. To say about that, I think like that game happened. It was encouraging that they played well against the team. That team, I think they match up again well against the Vikings. And if by chance we get them in the first round of the playoffs, that would be pretty sweet. Um, yep. I think that's the best matchup we could hope for. 
Um, and I do think we'll be in the playoffs because we are playing the Colts this week and the Colts are a absolute disaster. Um, you know, widely considered a embarrassment to the NFL um, for what they're doing on the football field. Um, they basically sent Nick Foles out there to die this week. One of the most atrocious looking football games I've ever seen. I didn't um, see it. Oh my God. It was brutal. Oh, it was so brutal. Um, they they don't scare you in any way uh, offensively because they don't have a quarterback. Um, they don't have a head coach really. Like Jeff Saturday is a guy that played football once. Um, I don't know what he's bringing to the table and and who is whose offensive coordinator is and why they just just aren't. You know, again to Saquon's point, like Jonathan Taylor, arguably the best running back in the NFL. He's still on that team, and is he? You know, winning them games, running backs don't matter. Um, well, he's also hurt now, too, so that doesn't help. Oh, what? As of last week? I think he's he's. I think he's supposed to be out, if I, the last I saw. Yeah, well, I guess he's he like quasi-injured or somewhat injured. But that's what happens to running backs. Again, it's uh, part of the position. Um, anyway, case, I feel like this is a – you know, a game we can easily win and should win. It's the last home game of the season. Um, taking an indoor team to the Meadowlands in, in January. Um, or will it be January? Yeah, or it's oh, the last yeah. day of the year. Right? It, it, no, it'll be um, the first day of the, the next year, and Jonathan Taylor's out for okay. the season. So, yeah. And he's out for the season now. Okay. Yep. Um, so I, I see no reason why they can't win. Their their defense isn't what it used to be. Um, if you want to play the ground and pound game, it's a perfect opportunity to do it. Um, otherwise, you can dip, dip and dunk them all day long, I think. Um, it'd be great to get that win and not have to worry about those wild scenarios. Um, yes. And even if we don't get the win, which would be a very bad sign, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to get the win in the last week against the actually. Eagles might be harder, even if they're all playing their, their second unit uh, to get the win against them. But uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty optimistic. I don't know that the game is going to be a fun game, but I think we'll get a W at the end of the week. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, for the first time all year, uh, and I hate saying it, but it does seem like a surefire win uh, kind of situation. And frankly, I can't believe that it's a win and in. I feel like we have been uh, any situation where we're either getting into the playoffs or close to getting into the playoffs. There's all sorts of scenarios in the, in the last 10 years where it was excruciating. All sorts of things had to fall the, the certain way to get in. And it just seemed out of yeah. uh, a realm of a possibility. And, and this is just so clear. And, you know, we're here getting the, Get in the friggin' playoffs. Let's see what happens. Like, you know what happens when we get in the yeah. playoffs. The last two times we, we won the Super Bowl, it's a crapshoot. And if you get hot, cool. Uh, if, if you're knocked out in the first round, all right, well, whatever. Did a hell of a lot better than we expected to. Yeah. At, at this yeah. point, it's cool. I, I'm into it. It's, it's different. And it, I think it is super fun. Yeah. It'd yeah. be so fun. It'd give me a reason to, to come home. <laughs> to leave Florida and come back if we get in the playoffs. There you um, go. 
Send me home. Giants make the playoffs. Send Dan, send Dan back to New Jersey. Will that be enough, uh, though? Can you use that as an excuse? Yeah, I, I can wrap it up with work. They oh, me back. oh. Oh, they need me back in the office. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, I was thinking um, I was thinking more with the uh, the family situation than than the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean duty calls, you know. Yeah, sure. They need me. AKA yeah. the Giants. Um uh, the, the weather's supposed to be somewhat decent too. I think it's in the low 50s, which is kind of great for January 1st. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who they uh, they plan on starting the Colts. Are they going to start Nick Folds or I mean, anybody is going to be bad? They don't have any good options there. But I mean, let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Matt Ryan uh, injured? Why didn't he play this week? I think it's just because he stinks real bad. <laughs> but... Let's oh, see. Man. Uh, nope. Yep. Nick Foles. He is going to be starting. Oh, nice. So, nice. I don't know. That's. Uh, I think this is going to be a a wink Martindale big game. Uh, big wink. Yeah, more yeah, like it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Just big shut wink. Shut him down. Right. Big uh, winky. Yeah. To to the point. Uh, well, yeah. I just it's it's a game <laughs> where the defense has to has to really, really be the uh, the boss. Uh, and I think if the offense just does enough and just gets a couple of, couple of points over and, and, and kind of just a real old-school throwback Giants, like 80s style, just pulverize. Like make Joe Montana hurt real bad kind of game. And we're not yeah. even playing Joe Montana. So that's what's uh, – I'd like to see a – just a – it could be boring, but it could be brutal. I want to see some hits. I want to. I want to feel like it's it's the old days. Um, I think that would be cool. Given yeah, and we're built for, sure. for it. Oh, Foles was sacked seven times last Ooh. week. <laughs> it's not good. Who who did um, they? I want to see Daniel Jones do it again. That's what I want. To see. The Chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Um, but I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, sure, you could you could go for like an old school grill game, but um, you know, if we have to make a decision to franchise Daniel Jones or not, I think yeah. this is a perfect opportunity for him to, um, you know, show that he can take control and be a, the best player on the field. Um, it could be a real statement game for him if he's able to take this game and win it convincingly and throw for over three hundred yards again and maybe more than one touchdown. I think the fan base will go insane um, and the franchise question will become very real. Very, very real. Um, how, how, okay. Let me ask you this. Um, what would be, I mean, this is, this could be an obvious answer. I mean, it, I, I'm sure you, you would say that uh, the only way that the perception that you have of him as a quarterback would change is if he just somehow leads us to the Super Bowl and we win it, right? Would that that would probably have to be no. What would happen? No. 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 Okay. I, I need. Colin, he's averaged like 170 yards passing a game, like 1.2 touchdowns. I know. I know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm just. If he can, if he can string together, you know, the, the, this week in Vikings. 
another 300 plus yard multi, maybe two, two touchdowns this week. And then in the playoffs to have a, a performance similarly, like three, ideally four, like last week of the season and then a playoff showing similarly, like showing that like something different has clicked. Yeah. Um, and able to do it with his surrounding cast of, of receivers, then, yeah, like I still, and nothing is going to change my mind about the fact that he, like I'll be satisfied with him as a quarterback for the next 10 years. Like I don't want that. Um, well, that's, but that was the ultimate able, answer I was getting to. Yeah. No. I, I've seen the body of evidence, like what we've seen for the past four years, is that he's, okay at best like i don't think he's a top 10 quarterback or has the potential to be a top 10 quarterback right now but he could be a kirk cousins level quarterback um you know top 15 um and i think again we have a a very good coaching staff that's going to get the most out of him but to get the most out of him you need to be getting 300 yard passing games and multiple touchdown games a week we can't be winning every game 20 to 17 or 17 to 14. Like we need, <laughs> you have to put points up. Um, this is not sustainable. And so if, if he's able to do a couple of games in a row with consistency, then, you know, I, I would be more comfortable around the franchising him for the 2023 season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I'd say one of the bigger differences, uh, I know we're, we're hammering him, but it's it's so, you know, the, the team's predicated on the play. Of the Biggest question. On, yeah, it's, yeah. And, and this is a fun fun time to think about it because, I, I mean, he's never been in this spot before, number one. I, we've, we've not even really sniffed the playoffs. Uh, so it's been a, a different dynamic altogether. So it, it's just I'm, I'm interested to see what he's able to do at barring winning this, this game Sunday and, 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 you know, getting in, I would like to have him prove uh, a lot of people wrong and it starts now. And I think it would be, it would be a great story. And I'd like the perception to change somehow. It, It just, I'm not, I'm not outright sold as you are, uh, but I'm way more, on the side of, of being done with him than I would have in any other situation with any other quarterback, because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's, he's done enough to, to kind of bum us out. So, but I don't know. It, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. And we'll, and we'll see the story's yet to be written. And I think it, it's going to be cool to see what happens um, or, you know, or he can go down in flames and, and it can be awful, you know, knock on wood. That he won't totally happen against the, the Colts. Yeah. Which, you know, we've, we've seen shit like that happen to this team in the past and we don't want to, uh, to, to put that out there in the universe, but uh, that's not always the, the worst thing either, because then it can just, drive the decision the other way. This is a win-win right now, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is, man, ever, ever since we got Dable and, and Joe Shane, the amount of anxiety and angst, I think, that surrounds, like, our opinions of the team has decreased by, like, 100%. Like, I think we have a lot of confidence, and I think they earned a lot of 
our confidence that they're going to do the right thing and think about the best thing for this team moving forward and not just, you know, commit to what's right in front of them without, you know, thinking everything through and evaluating all the other options, whether that's free agency, whether that's the draft, uh, and total roster build for this team and philosophy behind how they're going to get to where they want to go um, is considered and it's not considered for, you know, uh, a moonshot one, one Super Bowl run, you know, in the next 20 years, I think it's they're designing this team for sustained competitiveness and being in contention every year, yeah. um, which is going to be great. I think, I think as long as, <clears throat> you know, Dable's a made man at this point, like what he's done with this team this year already um, and how they've been competitive in every game, like we're going to be fine. And I think Joe Shane, from all accounts, the way he's approached the drafts, the way he's approached signings mid-year um, and players that they're getting, like, there's a real effort to get quality players that they can keep on this team and will fit in the system in a very specific way. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think but, that's all right. Uh, I, I don't, I don't have much more at all. It's all kind of out there for, for what needs to happen going forward and how interesting it's going to be. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Big blue, big blue, big blue, big blue, big blue. Uh, I got nothing else. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, TJ apologizes. He had food poisoning and been vomiting for three days. Um, so we'll you know, send him your best wishes. Food poisoning is quite literally the worst. Um, so no, no, no shame on TJ. Um, follow us at BBU Pie Boys at Twitter. Follow the mothership at Big Blue United. At Twitter, do your gambling on DraftKings in the appropriate states where legal. And use promo code TPPN to get some sweet bonuses. Um, go get some beers in Brooklyn at Beer Fun Visions. Have a happy new year and uh, eat the Colts. They suck. See you next year, Dan. Oh, wait a minute.